you are listening to Surviving the Golden Age, the podcast. And I'm your host, Adam Tersiak Morgan. On this episode, we're talking to Inara George of The Bird and the Bee. The Los Angeles duo released a holiday album earlier this year called Put Up the Lights. And so we wanted to check in with her about some fun holiday memories what it's like recording a holiday album during a pandemic, and what Christmas is like in the George household. So without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Yeah, pretty well. So you guys are releasing a holiday album. Um, What made you want to do a holiday album? We actually talked about doing a holiday album before we even talked about doing our second album because we, um, I think we had recorded, we'd recorded Carol of the Bells and um, 12 Days of Christmas and we thought it was fun and we thought like especially at that time our style was sort of lends itself to a good holiday rendition. Um, You know, like that first record, I think it was kind of a, we sort of hit a nerve in terms of that that genre of music at, at that time um and so we'd always had it sort of in our bonnet the bee was in our bonnet but we just got distracted and then you know greg got super busy um producing and i had kids and he had kids and just it took longer for us to make stuff so we've always discussed it and then this year i think we were planning on it and then the pandemic hit and it was kind of like, well, let's just do it, you know, remotely. So this is the first record we've actually done not together in a, in a studio at the same time. Um, how did that, how did that change the recording experience for you? Well, it's not as much fun, but, um, I think, you know, it, I had to record all my vocals and, um, that I mean that's it was fine it was it's just like it's not like you kind of have to be your best critic your best own critic and kind of make sure you get the right take and I mean but luckily like I could just send them a bunch of different takes and then um you know they can use whatever is good or you know fix stuff up or cut it together um so I mean it was like it was kind of remote because you know Greg has an engineer that helps with that, the vocal stuff. And so it would be like to Greg and then to the engineer and then back to Greg. So it was like a very, <laughs> a long chain of different combinations of, of, um, you know, of recording definitely way, way more long distance than we've ever done it. Yeah. Um, so you recorded the album mostly during the summer. Is that right? Yes. So how did you get into the holiday spirit so far away from the holiday? Um, I don't, you know, I think that the songs kind of lend themselves to, you know, I think, I don't know if, I don't know if you ever find this, but like sometimes I find myself singing holiday songs, like in the middle of, you know, springtime. I don't know why, but they just sort of pop in my head. Um, I think like anything they're, they're songs that have a certain feeling and they use certain instrumentation. And so you just sort of kind of 
jump in. I mean, it, it's definitely strange to do it under these circumstances during this period of history. <laughs> um, but I think for me, I, I found it to be kind of a relief sometimes. Like, you know, I was really busy at home just being with my kids and to have, you know, an hour where I can kind of escape and just sing and sing holiday songs. It kind of, I don't know. It reminds, it reminds me of why music is so important, not only to make people think, but also just to make people feel nice and happy and, and, and kind of give some, I mean, that isn't that why like comedies and movies did so well during the great depression because it was an escape. Mm. And I think it, I think it felt like that to me. It just felt like, Oh, this is a nice thing. Like it, it's, it feels melancholy, but it also feels like a reminiscent of something that, you know, that you, you're trying to, you're trying to capture in a, in a bad moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was that, did that at all play into the reason why you, why you decided to release a holiday album now is to kind of give a, like a, familiarity or normalization to the whole pandemic situation? I don't think that's, I don't think that was the impetus. I mean, I think we actually just had already made that decision in our heads. Like, oh, this year we'll do the holiday album finally. And then, you know, when it happened, when everything locked down, I think it was just sort of like, oh, I don't, it, it felt strange and yet it felt okay. I mean, in the two original songs we wrote, you know, during this period, and there's definitely a feeling of, I was trying to lyrically, I was trying to capture the moment and sort of um, play up this idea of it, you know, that the holiday not be what it usually is, but that the things that matter the most during these times of family are 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 the things that are actually what, what you you what you'd hope this holiday would be or any holidays about you know mm-hmm. so um, yeah I, I think we had made the decision and we did it and it felt strange at some times and it felt like a relief at other times and yeah <laughs> I don't know if that's a good enough answer yeah um, what so when you are writing lyrics for uh, Christmas songs in summer. What's your what's your like lyric writing process like? Um. Well, it, it's probably not any. Well, I mean, I guess here's, you know, when you when I write a song, let's say with Greg, and sometimes you know we'll, we'll usually write the music and and I'll get the melody happening, and then and I always kind of feel like the song sort of tells tells you what it is like what kind of song what the feeling is and then you sort of and it and then the lyrics come out except sometimes you're like I want to do a song about this or you get a you know sometimes you have to write a song you you get an assignment and you have to write a song about something so I think that's the difference is that you know Greg sent me these tracks I listened to it I kind of found the melody and then I was like okay I have to make this about about the ho- holiday, you know, about Christmas or you know whatever the holiday season, and so and so then it's like certain lyrics you're going to use. You're going to talk about, you know, 
getting together and family or, you know, bells or, or snow, <laughs> whatever those, you know, cliches that kind of go into holiday songs. And then you try to make it, you know, more specific to yourself. So I think it's, it's like any writing assignment you have, you know, if you, if you're talking about palettes, you know, it's like you use certain palettes of words and, and imagery, and then you kind of, use them you kind of stick it into the melody mm-hmm. and then for like the uh the covers that you put on the album what how did you guys go into deciding what holiday songs to cover um well i think you know Craig's jewish and so he didn't grow up i mean i think everyone is exposed to holiday songs no matter what but you know i have like I have maybe a little more connection to some of the Christmas songs because of, um, you know, just like Christmas morning and what, what records did you listen to and what songs were most meaningful or which ones, you know, did you connect to the most? And so I have a couple of those, but I remember like the peanut song, you know, of course, like I think anybody who's a piano player is going to appreciate the music that came out of, you know, Charlie Brown series. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like kind of, we chose the songs that sort of spoke to us most. Um, And also there was some hope of kind of making it more secular at at moments. I mean, we did the hallelujah course, so we, we didn't stay strict to that, but I think, you know, both Greg and I, I think, I mean, I don't think of Christmas as, you know, I don't, I'm not a, I don't practice any religion. And so I think of Christmas more as a a moment like Thanksgiving of being together. And so that's how I I think that we kind of came at it like that too, like capturing the feeling of the time rather than making it about um, the religious aspects of the holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, You also worked with Dave Grohl on one of the songs. How did that come about? Oh, well, we have this kind of uh, long-standing relationship with Dave. He um, he was a fan of the Burden to Be, um, and and I and I had got we'd gotten in touch years ago, and actually even there was talk of him playing on our Hall and Oates record, but it just didn't come about. And then Greg and Dave became close, and Greg um, produced the last Foo Fighters record, and then the one that's coming out. Um, soon so then so our connection sort of continued and then we played this big show in LA and he played this the Van Halen like with our Van Halen record so um Dave's just become like you know an honorary member of the band (laughs) which is amazing and he's fantastic and you know Dave is obviously has a connection to rock but he's he loves all kinds of music he's very um he has a very broad uh, scope of of likes in the music world and genres, you know. So, um, and so, we luckily we are part of his part of his uh, of, of the music that he likes. Hmm. Uh, speaking of Van Halen record, obviously we just lost Eddie Van Halen. Any particular thoughts or feelings about that? I mean, it's always sad to see that happen. Um, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's, uh, it's not, it's never, 
it's never anything that you are hoping. I think that it was expected, you know, but always, it's, I mean, it's difficult. I mean, you know, Eddie Van Halen sort of kind of broke barriers and changed the way people thought about music. And I mean, he was a huge part of, of, of the, of our musical history. And so it's always a tragedy. Um, and I feel bad that his, you know, his son didn't get more time with them. Mm. But it sounds like they had a really great relationship and, you know, that, that, um, Wolfgang Pate played in the band is pretty amazing. So, um, that's a, that's great. That's a great gift for him, I suppose. Mm. Um, so the album is called Put Up the Lights. What's, what are the holiday decorations usually like in the George household? <laughs> um, you know, the typical tree with the lights. Um, it's funny cause I bought this, um, I bought a, a fake tree a few years ago. I think I was doing it for like a music video or something that I was making, for the Living Sisters, I have a band called the Living Sisters, and we did a music video. And I bought this this artificial tree, and then like you know, instead of buying trees, which feels kind of wasteful, I um I just kept the tree, and it's kind of like this dinky tree, <laughs> but my kids sort of love it, and um and so I've just kept it, and it's not like a grand uh you know it's not a grand tree, it's it's pretty. It's a pretty modest tree. It's not a Charlie Brown tree, but it's definitely not like, you know, a lush tree. Um, you know, and I have old um, old uh, ornaments from my mom that I, that I have and just things that I've collected along the way. Um, I try to keep it pretty mellow. I don't, I don't like to go too big. I don't like to go too big because... Um, yeah, I'm not like a super crafty person, but I try to make it fun for the kids. <laughs> okay. Um, so you've now mentioned Charlie Brown or Peanuts twice. Is that your favorite Christmas special? I do love that Christmas special. But I, you know, I love all the older ones, like the um, the Rudolph one where it's all that kind of stop animation stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think my generation growing up we kind of like won in the Christmas special, uh, you know, uh, awards, I guess. I don't know <laughs> what you'd say, but there's, um, I don't know. I just feel like that there was a certain perspective or artistry about it. That was that I kind of, I just think is amazing. Like the Grinch. Mm-hmm. And then you had this, I mean, maybe it's a little bit before my time, actually my time of growing up, but I remember those specials. So I like, a. um, Frosty, there's that amazing Frosty um, cartoons. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just I've been out of it, but I haven't noticed that there there have been any like really great ones since then. This Christmas specials. Well, I mean, with kids, I'm sure you would have heard if there was something like really great, right? I feel like it, and I feel like we kind of always go back to the old standbys. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, except like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a that's a newer one. Mm-hmm. but that's a pretty great one too <laughs> um what's the best christmas gift you've ever received the best christmas gift um <clears throat> well 
you know, it's funny. I always think of when I was a kid and I don't know why I wanted this so badly, but I remember my mom got me a red wagon and I thought that was pretty amazing. And I still remember getting it and being very excited about it. Um, so maybe that's my most favorite Christmas gift. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) And, uh, Sort of finally, like you said that you and Greg have done this all pretty much remotely. Have you guys also been working on non-holiday music as well? Not yet. I mean, we kind of just go project to project. We don't tend to intermingle. We get one thing done and then we move on to the next thing. Um, But I know that we're probably, you know, we kind of cycle through different things. And I think the next thing we'll probably do is like a, a full length of originals Mm -hmm. again is the is the masters collections like a thing that you're gonna keep doing like the full length cover albums of different artists i think so i mean we love doing it the thing that kind of freaks me out about it you know greg and i started working together i think like a little before i was 30 right so my late 20s and then you know we put out the hollow notes and like it takes us a t- it takes us longer and longer to, to get stuff done. So I start thinking about like how old will we be when we put out the next masters? Because if we do a full length again, and then what if we want to do something else in between, and then we do another masters? Like we could both be in our sixties at that point. So, <laughs> um, you know, so it kind of changes my perspective about it. But we don't have any plans of not being a band together. I think we've created a situation where. We, we do it, um, we don't do it as often as other bands and we don't really tour. So we really still enjoy being together and playing music together. So, um, you know, I have, I, I feel, I feel good about the idea that we'll just keep making records just because we enjoy it. You say you don't tour, but I saw you in Atlanta last year Greg doesn't tour Greg doesn't tour yeah um how did that whole like iPad in you singing thing come about like it was an interesting encore I guess to the show well I wanted to include Greg in some way um and and Greg was you know Greg gives my me blessing to go on tour I I I think that you know if, if you've toured long enough and Greg Greg doesn't have this feeling. He doesn't really like doing it at all. He loves to play, but he doesn't like like to leave home. And I sort of think of my identity as kind of tightly knit with being on the road a little bit, you know. And so, if anything, I just like to do like a week or two every couple years if I can. And so that was the longest tour that I've gone that I've done um, since having kids, for sure. Um, And so. I started it a couple years before that, and I, um, and to be, I mean, not to to change the, like, to ruin the magic, but it's not, it's a recording of Greg. I, I think you'd assume that that was the case, right? I did, I did assume, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think technically it would be impossible to figure out how to do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was just this way of kind of, bringing him into it and, and being able to, you know, he's, he's this amazing player and, 
and obviously the band is us and it's always just been us too. Um, and so I, it was like sort of a nice way to kind of close the show is to just remind everyone that we're, we're still like, we're together, like we're still a band and, um, you know, I think it's just, it was just a, it's like a fun kind of silly way to include him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for taking the time to talk. <laughs>